Today's episode is sponsored by the American Chemistry Council. Chemistry creates, America competes. I'm Annie Reese, and this is Politico Dispatch. The demand apparently has been off the charts. <laughs> People have been like lining up. Today, I'm here with cannabis editor Paul Demko to tell you the story of how Minnesota accidentally, kind of, legalized weed. So near the end of the Minnesota's legislative session, there was a conference committee to go through a mammoth health care bill. Um, House Article 22, Sections 1. And lawmakers in a, you know, more than two and a half hour session. But at one point, they adopted a provision that had to do with uh, cannabis. Cannabinoids that are derived from hemp. And it didn't, there were no objections or debate. It seemed like a completely innocuous thing. Favor, say aye. 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 Opposed. It's adopted. But after it passed, uh, Senator Jim Abler, the Republican chair of the Senate Human Services Reform, Finance and Policy Committee, jokingly said, That doesn't legalize marijuana. We just didn't do that. Does that, that doesn't legalize marijuana. We didn't just do that. And in response, his uh, Democratic counterpart, Representative Tina Liebling, oh. said, are you kidding? Are, are you kidding? Of course you have. Of course you have. Yeah. It's all in the fine Just kidding. Thing. Okay. Just that's... kidding. Next. We'll do that next, okay? <laughs> she follows up a, a, a few seconds later and says, just kidding. We'll do that next. Seemingly unbeknownst to these lawmakers, the, the bill really did at least partially legalize some intoxicating THC products. So what did Minnesota actually legalize? It's a very limited law in terms of legalization. What it does is it says you can legally sell edibles and beverages with up to five milligrams of THC per item or up to 50 milligrams of THC per package. So these are these are fairly mild products, but they will certainly they will certainly get you high. Um, mm-hmm. Like I have a friend I was talking uh, I heard from in Minnesota last week and he, he picked up one of these five milligram edibles the first day they were available and took a quarter of it. 1.25 milligrams and reported being, you know, rather, uh, rather high. Um, so, so these are definitely intoxicating products. If you're somebody though, who has, who is a regular marijuana consumer and uses all the time that you would not have that kind of effect. Yeah. But how, how do you accidentally legalize weed? Is it, this is the case of not reading the fine prints? It's tough to say because none of the Republican lawmakers, and this seemed to be you know, the Republicans that seem to be confused by this, none of the Republican lawmakers would talk to me. Mm. So like Senator Abler and another key Republican lawmaker, Senator Michelle Benson and Senator Mark Coran, they all sent me to the uh, the Senate caucus, the GOP Senate caucus spokesperson who did not respond at all. So it's a little bit difficult to to say for certain. But I can tell you what Jim Abler told the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Um, he said they thought that this provision would only legalize Delta 8 THC products, which are sort of quasi-legal under federal law, rather than Delta 9 THC products, which remain illegal under federal law. But that was a misunderstanding. This legalizes any kind of THC under the prescribed standards. 
Abler further told the Star Tribune, I thought we were doing a technical fix, and it wind up having a broader impact than I expected. Um, so that's about as close to a, you know, insight as we can get about whether this was sort of mistakenly done on the part of some uh, lawmakers. Yeah. And what about Democrats? Like, was this an intentional move by Democrats to sort of keep things relatively vague? So there, because there wasn't really a lot of publicity about this before. Right. Um, Democrats are definitely portraying it as something that they fully intended to do. And sort of understanding the background of this is, 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 is key. The Minnesota House is run by Democrats and they have embraced full marijuana legalization. They passed a bill in 2021 that would allow any adult at least 21 years old to, to purchase marijuana. But the, the Republican-controlled Senate has been staunchly opposed to full legalization. Minnesota currently has a fairly small medical program. So that's sort of the backdrop. And so Democrats say they absolutely intended to do this. This bill was introduced in the House and had three hearings. So it's not like this this proposal was not vetted. It received zero hearings in the Senate. So Democrats really did have this out there as a proposal. And if you believe, I mean, I, I spoke with House Majority Leader Ryan Winkler and he says that, you know, this was on, on purpose, that they kept things sort of low key. And, and, you know, he said that Abler and other Republicans should have been aware of it. The quote from him was either he was not paying a lot of attention or asking very good questions, or he knew and just doesn't want to have his fingerprints on it. I'm not sure which is the case. So, you know, it's impossible to totally untangle Democrat strategy here, but they're certainly saying that they were doing this purposefully and, and kept it low key on purpose. And they say it's a it's a public health victory because what was happening in Minnesota and across the country is you've seen this proliferation of these Delta 8 products that are intoxicating, but that have no rules or regulations. So mm -hmm. basically the Delta 8 products are derived from hemp, which is legal under federal law if it has less than 0.3% THC. But then using a chemical process, that hemp plant is converted into products that have a higher level of THC and that are intoxicating. So Democrats are saying we really needed to do this to address this flourishing, unregulated market and put some guardrails around these products and make sure that consumers are actually getting something that's safe and that they know what's actually in it. Right. I mean, the regulation about the Delta 8 products is obviously that's where this whole issue seems to have started, but that's something that states around the country you're dealing with, right? Since they're technically legal federally, but there's really not much known about them and they're not well-regulated. Absolutely. And you've seen these products flourish, particularly in states that still have very restrictive marijuana laws as an alternative for folks who are looking to get high. So like, I'll give you a quick example. I was in Tennessee last year and like you go to the farmer's market and they're selling Delta 8 blunts <laughs> at the farmer's market. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, you know, Met Tennessee doesn't even have a, a legal medical marijuana market. So it's it's sort of filling that void for consumers. And we don't know, like health wise, do we know how similar it actually operates to a Delta 9 THC product? It's quite similar. Um, but the problem is you don't really know. You have no idea what you're getting. Mm. You know, these products 
could have delta nine THC in them, they, and often do, I think. Um, you know, which is is really problematic because you, if if you're in a job with drug drug testing, and you inadvertently take a product with delta nine THC and test positive, then uh, you know you could end up losing your job. Um, so it's similar, but but like I said, these products nobody really knows what's in them, and you've also seen the proliferation of products that are sort of copycat edibles, things like Stonios that like use the same packaging or similar packaging to Oreos um, mm-hmm. that are really problematic because they're you know attractive to kids, and that kind of thing is really sort of undermines the idea that through marijuana legalization we're going to create create, you know, a safe, regulated market. So that's part of what Minnesota was looking to stamp out with these new rules. I think Minnesota is totally unique in this regard. I mean, you've had 19 states now that have embraced full legalization, either through a, a citizen referendum at the ballot box or through the legislative process. But I don't think any has done sort of thread the needle like this in terms of legalizing some low potency products, but with very, very tough limitations. Paul Demko, thank you so much for talking with me. You're welcome. Today's episode of Politico Dispatch included music composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Be sure to follow Politico Dispatch if you haven't yet, and if you can, leave us a rating and review. It helps more people find the show. I'm Annie Reese. Thanks so much for listening.